Good morning. So we haven't uh, we haven't we haven't learned since before Hanukkah, but just uh, to remind ourselves, we were up to. So we're really in the middle of Sichas Iran. It's really we're in the middle of. But we uh, we started beginning. We got a little bit off topic, or maybe very off topic for about three four weeks. Discussing the idea of a spaidus, which that's a sicha that we're up to, and discussing the idea of a spaidus specifically, we were discussing right before Hanukkah was the idea of how his spaidus goes at, at, with tefillah. And how in ways it's different than tefillah. We're really discussing the differences in what way hispaidus is different than tefillah. We said last, you know, two weeks ago that, uh, you know, tefillah is something which you need to do. Tefillah is something which is part of your obligation to do. Hispaidus is that which you don't need to do. And that's a phenomenal, phenomenal Milo where you're showing that I'm not only doing that which I need to do. I'm going above and beyond. That's literally what the word chassid means is the fnimish shuri sadin. That's why Chazal explained it. So I'm going above and beyond that which I need to do. That's the Milo of hispaidus is I'm talking out of the context of the tefillah that I need to, needed to be doing. We said the, mile, the difference between tefillah and espoidus is in tefillah it's very easy to get lost. Right? You could say and talk and talk and talk and forget about the fact that you're actually talking to Hashem. Right? Since we're so used to saying the words of tefillah, we'll forget about the words that we're saying. The whole avoid of tefillah is to be mechaven to the words of tefillah that we're saying. Right? That, that's our avoid during tefillah is to have kavana, to be able to think about the words that are actually coming out of our mouth. And this is exactly the opposite. You don't say things, it's very, very hard, very challenging, unless you're very talented, to say things without thinking them. Right? Especially when you're talking about something that's personal to you, it's very hard to do. So the avoid is not to say, the avoid is not to think about that which you're saying, the avoid is to say that which you're thinking. Right, to be able to get it from the lave, from your emotions, and be able to bring it out. And that's the difference. Does it go from the lave to the mayach, from the heart to the mouth, or does it go from the mouth to the heart? That's the difference between espoidus and tefillah. Uh, another, another area we said is that uh, the, the difference between espoidus and tefillah is in tefillah, there's a nusach, there's a proper nusach. You open up a siddur, and it begins. There's, there's karbanas, there's sukkah vizimra, there's baruch shalmar, yishtava. There's a way that it goes, and you don't have the ability to just be able to put your own words in. Right, yeah, luckily it's not. You can't just, you know, start adding in your own words, say that what you want to say. There's a nusach atfilah. Chazal say, you have to follow that which Chazal said. And therefore, in the middle of Lama Shinim, you decide, you know what, I don't like this bracha, I want to take it out, or I want to add another bracha. You can't do that. That's what we call a reform, and you, can, uh, you can't come ahead and reform the davening and make it into your own thing. You've got to follow that which Chazal said. And it's why this is exactly the opposite. There is no nusach. There's no, there's no, you know, program to follow when you're talking to Hashem in your own words. You have to talk about, you know, the nekuda hashayach What What's bothering you now? What do you require? What do you desire? What's, 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 what are you looking for in your own life? And therefore, it's the exact opposite of having nusach. The whole my love is that there is no nusach. That it's up to you to figure out what do you want to say? What are you worried about now? What are you anxious about now? What do you desire? What are you, what are you hoping for now? What are you proud of? What are you nervous about? All of that. Just to be able to get that and to be able to talk about that. I think that's some of the things and, and, and that the last thing we were discussing at the end, right before, uh, right before Hanukkah, was another difference is, and another my love, despite this over tefillah, is that despite this allows you to recognize Hashem in every aspect of your life. One of the things of tefillah, tefillah is very, really, the, the words seem to be limiting. The real avoid is to be able to find out everything that you go through in your day is really, you know, able to be found in Shemana Asrei. That's what Anshik and knew what they were doing and they saw through HaKadosh, our generation and everything we were going to go through. But, but in some ways, it, it, you know, when you're davening a Shemana Esrei, it's not talking about the fact that you're going to go, uh, you know, take a test today in school. It's not talking about the fact that you're having a, a deal. It's going to say it's something general about Parnassah, but it's not something which is very specific, very unique. And it's the same, you know, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, with, with all ears of tefillah. It, it, it's more general. The Maila of Espoidus is that you need to be very, very specific. That, that's, that's how it works well, is when you're very, very specific. The more specific you are in your davening to Hashem, the more you recognize that Hashem is in every single detail of your life. If, if, I am, if I'm going 
you know, somebody one time came to the Chazanish. A Bacha came to the Chazanish. I remember I heard this story in, in, in Uman a few years ago on, on Rosh Hashanah from uh, actually Yaakov Klein's father. I was sitting with him in the Sudan. Uh, he, say, he said over the story, he said that there was a, a Bacha came to the Chazanish and he asked the Chazanish, and the Chazanish asked him, he's middle of with the Chazanish, and the Chazanish asked him, what, what's Pshat? You have a guy who's like from for like 30 years, 35 years, suddenly like goes off the derech. Like, where, where did that come from? Like, what, the guy looked like he was from, was in yeshiva, everything was going well, he was married, he had kids, and suddenly like, just finds himself like off in the deep end, like how did it happen? You gotta really know what to answer. He's like, oh, like uh, I don't know, and he didn't say anything. He's like, I don't know. Fine, and then they, co- they continued the conversation. So he was very, very bothered by like this whole, by the question, huh? 80 years, even more. But yeah, this is even, you know, people 20, 30, it's like, like what, what's up, shout? Where, where to come from? So he was very bothered. Like he didn't understand really what the Chazanish wanted from him. The next day, you know, he was talking to his friend that night. He came back to his dear, he was talking to his friend. He told him, Chazanish asked me this, Shaila, I don't know what he wanted from me. Like he wanted me to give me an answer. He didn't give me an answer. He didn't know. So he went back to the Chazanish the next day and he said like, okay, I heard the Shaila. I'm talking bothered by the Shaila. What, you know, what's the answer? So Chazanish is very, very posh. He said, nobody goes off the derech in one second. Nobody goes off the, it doesn't happen like that. A guy like suddenly, like something happens, I got to go straight off the derech after 35 years of being from. He says, what happens is that slowly but surely, the guy has no relationship to Hashem and he has no, there's no meaningful connection between him and Hashem. And externally, he's doing and doing and doing and slowly things start falling apart. And then eventually one day he says, you know, I'm just wearing the lavosh. I'm just wearing the external, but internal, I have nothing to do with Hashem. I don't really believe in Hashem. He's not part of my life. I, I don't talk to him. Maybe I daven and I'm standing there with a the sitter. And slowly, but surely inside something's happening. And eventually it comes where externally everything just falls apart. But it's not, it's not something that happens in a day. It's something which happens over a long time. So the Bachar asked the Chazanish, so he said, okay, so like, what's, what's the antidote? What's the medicine? Like, how do we make sure this doesn't happen to us? So this is what the Chazanish told him. This is the way I heard the story. He said, when you go to buy a pair of shoes, you can involve Hashem in every aspect of buying the pair of shoes. He says, when you go to buy the pair of shoes, as you're driving to the store, say, Rabbanu Shalalam, I'm going to buy a pair of shoes. Please help that I'm able to find something which is affordable, something which looks nice, something which fits me, and something which I'll be able to have for a long time. Amazing. You walk into the store and you, you're looking around and you say, Hashem, please help that I'm able to find something quickly that I don't have to wait online. Like the store looks busy. I don't want to be here for two hours. It's a balagan. I want to be in and I want to be out and I don't want to be involved in, you know, in a two-hour process. Now, Yeshiva Bachram, for some reason, they buy clothing. It's like, a, it's mamish like, you walk into Bain, uh, Borsalino, like, you know, before Yantif. I remember I walked there with my wife recently. Bought a new half for the first time in a while. So I was like, walked in with my wife. So I was there and like, uh, I was in and out very quickly because I'm just like, I'm a little more like, I'm past that stage of like, you know, sending pictures to everyone and whatever, I just did that. maybe I don't care enough about it, but whatever, I was in and out. I told my wife, like the guy who helped me, I told my wife, I was like, you don't chop. Um, like my wife doesn't normally go into hats. So I was like, you don't chop what just happened. I was like, we went into the hat store and in 20 minutes, I bought a black hat. I was like, these guys who have been in here, I guarantee you, they've been in here for probably close to three hours. They're there and then they call a friend and the friend comes down, the friend looks at it, then they send it a picture, they only have a flip phone, so they send it on a phone, it's not good enough, send it from another angle, and they ask every guy who works in the store, all the guys who work in the store don't wear black hats themselves. They ask every guy that works in the store, does this black hat look good on me? Doesn't look good about it. Normally we wear it higher and lower, and the snap's not good, and the snap's too good, and the pinches are too deep, and it's like a whole halachilach. It's, it's a real avoid. So you, you walk into the shoe store and say, I'm like, I just want to get in and get shoes, be happy with them and walk out. Fine, the guy, you find the pair of shoes, you ask, the, you ask the salesman, can you bring me the shoes of my size? As the guy's going to the back of the store, Hashem, please help to have, uh, this is a pair of shoes, it looks nice, I can afford it, please help to the guy's able to go to the back of the store, be able to find the pair of shoes of my size, because it's not Kishmak when you finally find the pair and the guy goes to the back and they don't have the shoes in your size. You're like, I don't know, should I wear a nine and a half? It doesn't really fit me, I squish my foot into it, it's not so Kishmak, right? You don't want to do that. So, Hashem, please help me. And then the guy brings it back. 
I take Hashem, please help them. My credit card doesn't get declined. Hashem, please, I got her. No, I don't know what's going on. Help them. My credit card doesn't get get declined. I'm able to pay. Perfect. And then you pay, and you walk into the store and you say, "Thank you, Hashem, for the fact that I got a good pair of shoes that's affordable, that fits me nice." Hashem, please help them. I'm able to wear them in good health, and I can wear them for a long time, and they don't get ruined. So what you just did is you bought a pair of shoes, but Hashem was involved in every aspect of you buying a pair of shoes. Right, the Chazanish wasn't a breast lover. I don't think by any, any stretch of your imagination. But when you do something like that, he told this guy, what you're doing is you're, invo- you're, you're recognizing, oh, I'm not buying a pair of shoes. It's not just some mundane activity that, okay, davening is connected to Hashem. And then like I go, you, in davening, nowhere in Shemana Esra are you going to find any of those feelings about buying a pair of shoes. Right? It doesn't say it anywhere, right? According to, according to some means, you know, specific on the shoes. That's why, you know, you don't say it on Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. But, but on a simple level, you're, there's nowhere in your davening where you're asking Hashem that they should have a size 10 pair of shoes. But when you do that in your own words, what you're doing is you're recognizing with a clarity that Hashem is involved in every aspect of life. And then you don't find yourself after 35 years suddenly like, I'm just living externally. So that you, oh, there's something going, I have a relationship with Hashem. And that's what he's telling us. One of the milas, one of the massive milas of a spider's over tefillah is that it allows you to involve Hashem in every aspect of your life. We were talking last week, like we, uh, two weeks ago, we were saying, you know, you're running for a bus, say, Hashem, please help me make the bus. Want to make the bus. Now what you just did is, now you're running for the bus is now an act in which Hashem's involved in it. And the more you do that, the chenech, like we said from the chenech, that the, the ikrzach, the ikrzach of tefillah, the chenech writes, a bit of tough lamadal, the ikrzach of tefillah is recognizing the hashkach of Hashem in every, in, in every single thing that you do. The more you daven to him, the more you recognize that he's in charge of it, the more you recognize he's in charge of it, the more you involve him in your life. And, and that's the avoida. So in regular tefillah, it's like this, like the chenech's telling us, and despite this, it happens even more clearly, where you need to just stop and to think about throughout my day, what do I need? What, you know, Hashem, I just ate a, a slice of pizza. Please help them. My stomach doesn't hurt after. I don't get, you know, I'm not a little lactose, please. You're just involving Hashem in every little, do you think that Hashem is not involved in whether you have a stomachache after you eat a slice of pizza? Of course Hashem's involved. Hashem's intimately involved in that, of course. So if you're only davening for big, you know, broad things, or for, hey, you know, Hashem and Eirafa, you know, the same Talamatul of Racha, so Hashem's only involved in like, you know, a few little small pockets of your life. But if Hashem's involved in the slice of pizza, so then you're involving Hashem in every aspect. And that's the mile of Espoidus, is figuring out how to involve Hashem to recognition of Hashem's Ashkacha in every single aspect of your life. I'm just going to read a few words that he says, and then we'll stop. He says, Every prat that you do, it's from the Rabbi Hashem. Ke'en Masha Amru, Ein Adam Noikov Etzpe Milamata. The Gemara Chulin says a person doesn't move a finger. You don't move a finger down here. Elam Ke'en Machriz and Alav Milamala. Unless the Rabbi Hashem decides you can move that finger, you don't do anything on your own. Nothing happens naturally. Your Rabbi Hashem is involved in everything. Uberach Mashal. He gives a Mashal. Adam Chaytek Lechem Gedelav Tzayalav. Person's cutting a piece of bread. It's Friday night. You come home. Kishmakah Chal. You taking the Chal and you cutting it. Ubuli Meisim. He's not putting Kavana. Kaviyachal Betayis by mistake. Uchaytek Cheskel. He cuts his hand and he's bleeding. Yeah, there was no mistake. You didn't make any mistake when you cut your hand. Hashem wanted you to cut your hand. Why? We're what? I don't know. Maybe that's your avoided to figure it out. But, but there was no mistake. You didn't by mistake cut your hand. That, that's called Hashkacha Pratas. Hashem was involved in the fact that you, the knife, instead of going straight, it slipped a little bit. It's, it just happened to have happened. That it's, no, it happened because Hashem decided that instead of going straight, then it should go that way. So you cut yourself, there's a Hashkacha. A person gets hit. A person hurts himself. You don't slip unless Hashem decides that you slip. Hashem's involved in every aspect of your life. A person puts his hand into his pocket to try to take out three coins. You want to take out, a guy's here collecting stuff, you want to take out three quarters and you take out three, two quarters, 
Nechshav Adavli Yisurim. Ravina says, the son of Ravina says, that's called Yisurim, because that was orchestrated by Hashem. That when you put your hand in, instead of taking out three, you took out two. Kleimer B'Shemayim, Nigzor love Yisurim. They wanted you to have Yisurim, and this is like so dakastik, as dakastik Yisurim. Teeny little bit, it bothered me that I had to stick my hand in my pocket again, but Hashem was involved in that. It wasn't like, it wasn't too small for Hashem to be involved in. That was also. Without a you would have taken off three instead of two. When a person talks, I'll call Prado Prad every every detail of your life. Recognizing everything, everything. What you're doing is you're, you're being kaveh, the, the, the fact that the Rabbani Hashem is involved in every aspect. Spoididus breeds emuna. It allows you to recognize and to realize Hashem is involved in the thing. Anything that he does, big or small, I'm going to do something. Rabbani Hashem, please help that it's good. Please help the, you know, the share I'm about to give his goal. Please help the share I'm going to go to who's going to be my army. Please help the davening is good. Please help that this is every little aspect. A quick tefillah. All it takes is 10 seconds. When you do that, you're living your whole life within the shadow of Hashem. And that's the avoida. Another mila. We'll talk about more mila tomorrow, but that's another mila of the Indian of Espoidus is just involving Hashem in every single part of your life, which leads you to have a real, real deep amuna. Shukach.